Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Dais, a podcast about the stories taking place in and around El Paso County, Colorado. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and today I am joined by Brianna Goodwin and Shelby Lowry from the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation. That is a tongue twister that I got right on the first try. How how are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Thank you for having us. Yes, doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we get started, I want to quickly add that if listeners are interested in more stories about people doing good in and around El Paso County or hearing from county leadership about local government priorities and how they operate, you can find additional episodes of this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, But to get started today, I was wondering if each of you could give a bit of background about yourselves and how you came to be associated with the Sports Corp. Uh, Brianna, let's start with you. Thank you. So I have been a part of the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation for almost nine years now. Um, I've always wanted to work in the nonprofit sector. So I actually got my start at the American Cancer Society doing fundraising events. I spent some time with the city of Colorado Springs at the Colorado Springs Fire Department doing their community education and programming events. I worked in the mayor's office as the city's first events coordinator. And then I always loved everything that the sports core was involved in and their mission and the things that they did in our community. And so I was lucky enough to join this team about nine years ago. And so I'm our chief development officer and my job and my role now is to raise the funds that we need to support our mission. Uh, Very good. And then Shelby, how about you? Yes. um, Jumping into it, similar to Brianna, um, have always loved the nonprofit realm, especially in the city. I came from the ARC Pikes Peak region, um, which primarily works with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, I've also grown up in this city and loved sports and played sports and went to a bunch of sporting events. And so um, coming to a sport Sports nonprofit was um, just kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, Here at the Sports Corp, I am the event manager for the Rocky Mountain State Games, as well as the YES program liaison, um, and have been here for two years just last week. So... In the usually you can get a pretty good idea of what an organization is by the name. I think the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation might leave people guessing as to what you guys actually do. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit and what the mission of the organization is? That is a great question because what we do is quite a bit in our community and a lot of people aren't familiar with everything that we are involved with. And so the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation was actually established to bring the U.S. Olympic Committee to Colorado Springs in the late 70s. And so a big part of our mission is to support that Olympic movement here in Colorado Springs. And so we champion the Olympic City USA name. We work with the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Museum the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, the 26 NGBs that are in our community, and really supporting that Olympic and Paralympic movement is one of the four pillars of our organization and where we started. What people are most familiar with, with the sports core, is the events that we operate and manage. And a lot of people are familiar with things like the Colorado Springs Labor Day liftoff, the Mm -hmm. Pikes Peak Regional Air Show, the Rocky Mountain State Games that Shelby mentioned and is a part of. And so we own and operate about 10 to 12 events each year. Um, This year's 
big for us in that it's an Olympic year. So we have an Olympic event. That's right. That's in, right. In addition to our usual lineup, we have several sporting events from Cycle to the Summit, where athletes are going to the top of Pikes Peak. We have the Pikes Peak Apex for anybody who's interested in mountain biking. The Rocky Mountain State Games is an Olympic sports festival for people of all ages and abilities. And then, like I said, those big community events like the Pikes Peak Regional Air Show that this year will be hosting the Blue Angels. So, Very cool. Very cool. Yes. So that is probably where most p- people are familiar with the sports core. We are also act as the area's sports commission. So it's really our job to bring sporting events and competitions to Colorado Springs and the Pikes Peak region through the lens of sport. And so we are always working to bid and work with different organizations to come to Colorado Springs and get to enjoy this amazing city that we live in. And then our final pillar is our community sports programming. And so this is one of our newest pillars in wanting to provide sports and sports programs to the greater community, in particular to the youth in our community. And so we're really excited to be offering the YES program, and that stands for Youth Education and Sport, in conjunction with the new Family Success Center in the southeast part of town, in conjunction with the United Way, and bringing sports programming to our community. Very good. So there are a couple of things in that that I want to kind of follow up on. Uh, you mentioned there are 26 NGBs. I don't know what an NGB is. Can you let me know what an NGB is? Sure. Great question. So those are our national governing bodies. Okay. So that's things like USA Cycling, USA Swimming, um, those kinds of groups that oversee the different sports that you see participating in our Olympics and Paralympics. And all of those are located here in the Colorado Springs area. Correct. Okay. 26 of them, 26. not all of them, oh, but good. a okay. good number of them. Yeah, good yes. number. Okay. And then uh, you also mentioned that a part of the uh, organization's operation is to help bring events to town. Uh, what are some examples of those events that you guys work to bring to town? Sure. It's one of the really most exciting parts of our job and getting to do new things and meet all kinds of new groups and organizations and people. So one that is really big that we are really proud of last summer was the International World Jump Rope Championships that came (laughs) to Colorado Springs. Awesome. Yes. So an international event, a sport event through Jump Rope that brought athletes from around the world to Colorado Springs to compete. They competed at Robeson Arena. And so a really phenomenal event that really touched all parts of our community and had great attendance and great athletes from around the world. That's really cool. I did a district meet and for Jump Rope for Hard about 30 years ago when I was in elementary school. It's I'm not on the same level as this, <laughs> but I can appreciate a good Jump Rope competition. So that's that's really cool. It was amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was quite amazing. That's awesome. Uh, so approximately how many people do you serve? I mean, you mentioned being able to serve essentially all of Colorado Springs with the events that you bring and some of the programs that exist. Um, Do you go outside of Colorado Springs ever or outside of El Paso County? Do you do outreach uh, out of town or does it stick strictly uh, to this area? I would say it's primarily this area and we're serving in the Pikes Peak region. So Colorado Springs and the Pikes Peak region here in El Paso County. Those numbers of who we reach are really specific to those different pillars that Mm -hmm. we have and operate. So it could be anything from 
200,000 people who come to Labor Day (laughs) liftoff to 300 youth who participate in our YES program. So it really is specific to the different areas of the different things that we do. Mm -hmm. So speaking more about that YES program and and those programs directed at youth, uh, can you talk about how important it is for the organization to be viewed by the community as a place that they can depend on and go to for those types of programs? I can touch base on this one, Um, and I think it really comes down to uh, United Way, the Family Success Center. That's where this YES program idea evolved from. This is, um, I think it was Pikes Peak Elementary School, uh, revamped their old school into this Family Success Center where there was a gym um, that needed some programming in it, and so that's where um, the thought came from. It's for the community in that southeast section of our city where there are uh, underserved kids that could benefit from an after-school program that is free. Um, Biggest point there, it is free to come. um, And um, I think, yeah, that's the the biggest community aspect. And and in in your estimation, why is it important for those people who go to the Family Success Center. I know there are a lot of different services that they can receive there. Why is it important for when they go there to identify you guys and see that this is a worthwhile program to get make my kids become a part of? Yeah, I think that um, this program is one of the first from the Sports Corp uh, where we do go and provide the program itself, the fun sports that they're playing, the life skills that they're going through, um, and taking, you know, our mission of providing grassroot level sports to, um, kids in our community and heightening that, um, through the Family Success Center. So after submitting your grant request to the county, the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation was awarded $15,000 of ARPA grant funding. Uh, Can you talk more specifically about what that money has gone to fund? Yes, I'll jump into it. So the Youth Education Sport, that's what the YES program stands for, was developed in partnership between the Pikes Peak United Way and Colorado Springs Sports Corporation, US to provide the opportunity to learn a variety of sports and those life skills um, throughout the school calendar. Um, so sports are offered in three-week sessions. Um, so for three weeks, they're practicing basketball um, and monitoring those skills and seeing how they develop in those three weeks. And then after those three weeks are done, the next sport's available for them to try and jump in to see if they like it, if there's a natural ability, if there's a natural want to play this sport. Um, You know, it just opens more doors of opportunities. So... So with each sport comes a life skill, um, and these are specific for each sport, um, talking about teamwork, sportsmanship, and most importantly, um, what's it to be in a community. So um, sports that are coming this spring, I know soccer starts in a couple weeks, which will be followed by baseball, flag football, and track and field. So yes, those are the sports that will be wrapping up this spring semester. Um, These sports are put on um, through one of our community partners, uh, Skyhawk Sports Academy. They're a huge partner in this YES program. They provide the sports 
programming piece. So they are the coaches um, taking these kids through the drills, through snack time, through those life skill conversations. They are really the hands-on um, support that these kids receive. And that's through the Skyhawk Sports Academy. Um, this YES program really is a community collaboration between the United Way Family Success Center, the United Way, Pikes Peak United Way. Um, we also partner up with local school districts, so um, students from District 11, District 20, and even some charter schools around that southeast um, area are all welcome to participate in the YES program. And really, with everyone's effort, we create this YES program for these kids to experience sport. Uh, so you mentioned some of the collaboration that you guys do with uh, Skyhawk Sports Academy. Of course, you mentioned Pikes Peak United Way. Uh, you also mentioned some of the school districts and how uh, you're involved with them. Uh, can you talk about that relationship specifically with the school districts and how it benefits uh, this YES program that you've been talking about? Yes, we rely heavily on those school districts and specifically the principal in each of those schools um, that we invite to the YES program, they have the relationship with the kids and they have the relationship with the parents and can advocate. This is a great program for your um, student to go to. Um, they have that knowledge of just being that person for those students. Um, and so really taking their lead on um, getting the right kids to this program. Um, so they are absolutely a part of our outreach process um, and extremely helpful in making sure we have the right people in this program. Nice. And then that being said, I was wondering if there was a personal story that you can share to kind of help demonstrate the work that the organization does and maybe specifically with that YES program. Yes. Um, I just happened to be there last night. Um, it was my turn to go and support. And um, first off, all of these kids' faces smiling, bouncing the basketball, um, just really enjoying being a kid is just a refresher <laughs> for me to see like, oh, this is a beautiful thing happening. Um, and it's right here in our back pocket. But I was talking to a mom who had dropped off her kiddo and um, was explaining, he, I mean, he threw off his jacket and ran right into snack time <laughs> already um, and just had the biggest smile. And I was like, oh, he's ready. And, you know, she went into great detail of like how, much he loves this program. He looks forward to it each day. Um, I know that he is the younger child of older siblings, and I think his older brother is actually currently playing basketball. So to be able to have his own basketball program to attend and have his own friends in that um, was just wonderful to see uh, the happiness that came from that. Yeah, oh, that's really great. And to piggyback on that a bit, it is. It's so nice to see these kids. A lot of them haven't had the opportunity to participate in sport, especially team sports. So we do see kids who it is their very first experience in playing a team sport and that excitement and kind of learning all the things that go into those type of skills. A lot of these kids haven't had the opportunity because of COVID. So they, they were lacking that experience and they're even lacking some of the 
actual skills to play those sports. And so it's not so easy for them to go join another team or a league or participate because they are they don't have the skills yet themselves. And so this is giving them the opportunity to learn the sports, learn them in a setting that's much smaller. Our coach to student ratio is really low and that's oh, on, nice. on purpose. So these kids can have that one-on-one interaction. They can ask questions. They can hone in and practice those skills. And then at the, toward the end of the program, they're getting to practice the actual team component and those team skills together in an opportunity that they might not have had otherwise. And yeah, that's very nice. And as a parent of four kids who lived through the pandemic and, you know, understanding First of first, I like how you phrased it, kind of that lack of skill from not being able to experience it, right? Like, you know, you, uh, most kids uh, don't just get in there and can dribble a ball between their legs and shoot layups and stuff like that, right? So um, it, was, it was kind of refreshing for me coming out of the pandemic to get my kids back into sports because I, they love the, I think they love the interaction with the other kids more so than the sports sometimes, but hey, yes. you know, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. But um you know, it's just seeing, and Shelby, you had mentioned this about just how excited uh, that kid was to like, just, you know, throw down his bag and go, you know, do his thing with friends they made, right? And being able to provide that type of environment for them where they were deprived of it during the pandemic, right, um, is just extremely valuable and uh, something that I have really appreciated um, in the, or in the Uh, programs that I've been able to get my kids involved in. So that's always great to see. Um, We've talked a lot about the YES program so far specifically, but I know you guys are a lot more than just that. Uh, Can you talk about some of the other programs that the organization offers that uh, you think would be important for listeners to know about? So I think in addition to our YES program, we have several youth scholarships that are available too. So people interested in participating in sports beyond our YES program should look at our website and find out more information about those. That would provide the opportunity to participate in some more competition style of sports. So for example, we had mentioned the cycle to the summit, riding your bike to the top of Pikes Peak. That scholarship opportunity <laughs> is available for that event. I'll leave, I'll leave that scholarship opportunity to somebody else. You know, I just, <laughs> it's not for me. It's, that is a skill to be able to ride your bike to the top of Pikes Peak. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, those scholarships are available for our Rocky Mountain State Games, our, that Olympic-style sports festival, so over 30 different sports being offered Primarily in July, there are sports for all skills, all ages, and all abilities. Unique sports, more traditional sports, but again, that scholarship opportunity available for people who might not otherwise be able to participate. So I think it's really important to highlight those youth scholarships. As we mentioned before, our events are primarily really well known in the community, so we always encourage people to come out and attend. A lot of them are free to the community, like Labor Day Liftoff. We mentioned that it's an Olympic year, so the downtown Summerfest will be toward the end of July. Again, another free, family-friendly community event that we really encourage and want people to come out and be a part of. And we really encourage people to check out our website, and that's coloradospringssports.org. There's information about our events, about our YES program, about our youth and other scholarships that are available. And so those would be different ways to get involved. We're always looking for volunteers as well. So it takes so many people behind the scenes (laughs) to put on the 
the events that we do. Mm -hmm. And so we couldn't do it without amazing volunteers. So there's volunteer opportunities. Uh, we need vendors at our events. There's vendor opportunities. Really, there are so many unique and different ways to become involved with the sports core. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you mentioned that website was coloradospringssports.org. Correct. Get that right? Okay, awesome. So uh, you mentioned these scholarship opportunities for people who wanted to get involved in some of these events. Um, what are some of the things you're looking for in those scholarship applications that people can be thinking about, you know, when they think, oh, this might be an opportunity for me, I want to go uh, to the website that we just shared uh, to get some more information? Yes, there's a whole application process on our website that will take you through um, the questions that we ask and um, the process is laid out as well as a staff member will reach out whenever you complete it. Um, it is on the Rocky Mountain State Games under the Rocky Mountain State Games event in on the website. And just to clarify, this, these scholarship opportunities are for youth um, participants, so up to 18 Okay. Years old. Oh, very, very good. Okay. So you mentioned a number of opportunities where people could volunteer uh, for all these events that you guys do. Uh, are there any specific qualifications people need to be volunteers? I know with some of these events, there might be, uh, I don't know, if like referee opportunities or, you know, things like that, right? So uh, what kind of opportunities are available for, for volunteers specifically? And should they be expected to have any kind of skill sets coming into those? Sure. So our volunteer opportunities range in a variety of things. So it could be anything from being a part of a balloon crew at the Labor Day liftoff, or it could be uh, helping us to pick up firework debris after the 4th of July. Any of those things, a wide range of opportunities with a wide range of skills needed. So when looking at our website and clicking on our volunteer link, there is a volunteer application form that will ask some questions and evaluate what events are important to you or preferences, what skills that you might have, how long you might be willing to participate um, we have events mostly primarily on the weekend. Some of them happen on holidays and things like that. So vetting all of those different circumstances and trying to find the best fit for people who are interested in participating. Great. And then uh, before we close out here, I just wanted to give each of you an opportunity to add anything else that you think would be important for people to know. Uh, Shelby, let's start with you on this one. Um, I'll take this opportunity to just mention the Rocky Mountain State Games. That is my event that I manage day in and day out. So third weekend in July, um, lots of volunteer opportunities, um, lots of different unique sporting events. Um, so there really is something for everyone. Very good. And we're not above shameless plugs here. So that's totally fine. Shameless I, plug. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Brianna, how about you? I think... The thing that I'd want to reiterate is just that the sports core, we really want to be that sports resource in our community. So whether it is a community event that we want to share far and wide or our YES program for those in need or needing the opportunity to participate in sport um, or to become a volunteer or a vendor, really, there's just all different ways to be involved. And so we are always looking for great partners. We are always looking for great participants, great volunteers. So really there is a wide range of things to do and to become involved. And so again, just visiting our website, signing up for our newsletters, following our social media, really just joining us on this journey through sport. 
Awesome. Uh, well, thank you, Brianna and Shelby. I appreciate you guys taking the time today and for all the work that you do here with the Colorado Springs Sports Corporation. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. If you're interested in listening to additional episodes of Beyond the Dais, be sure to look for us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.